Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 255. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. I am recording this on the last day of May in 2021. Today's blog is turning out to be part of a series that I did not plan. It just fell right in line with a previous blog. Uh, So this one sort of falls on the heels of my post about Kiss Me Kate and Bella Spiewak. Um, Not on purpose. It didn't happen on purpose. It just seemed it's on a similar theme. So I will make mention to that particular post slash blogcast. So if you want to listen to that one first, you are absolutely welcome to. There's no you don't need any, you know, background. But, you know, this part of a series now weirdly. Uh, In any case, I'm just going to go ahead and read you this one. It is called, And Now I'm Mad About Curious George. As you may remember, a short while ago, I was real mad about Kiss Me Kate when I found out it had been written by a woman but not credited to her as a sole author, even though she was the sole author. Then I learned about the authorship of Curious George. Curious freaking George. The kid's book about the curious monkey. You know you read it as a child. It is one of the most popular children's books in history. Classic. Also problematic and possibly racist. Sorry. And now tell me who wrote it. Your answers will vary according to when you read it. If you read it before or when I did, then, like me, you will say H.A. Ray. Were there photos of him on the back flap to suggest he was like the man in the yellow hat from the book? If there weren't, I made some up because I definitely knew that the author of Curious George was a man. Surprise! (laughs) It was a couple. You might know this already if you read it after I did, but married couple Hans Augusto Ray and Margaret Ray fled the Nazis, smuggled out their cute book about George, and changed the world of children's publishing. And here's why they left Margaret's name off the book. Because they had too many women writing children's books around then. Gah! It's infuriating! Hey, they just used H.A.'s initials. They couldn't have also made hers initials? H.A. Ray and M. Ray? Come on, it's so easy. All they had to do was obscure both their names and genders if they were so worried about it. And listen, I know this was a long time ago. Like my experience of Kiss Me Kate, this decision got made decades ago, in a different time, and all that, but holy macaroni, Batman. I just found out that one of the iconic stories of my childhood was co-written by a woman. I found out from a silly Facebook post. Shouldn't they have put out a bulletin at some point? Like, maybe when she finally got her name back on the books? That would have been a good time to talk about the entire erasure of an artist slash writer. But by the way, I cannot find evidence of this moment anywhere. In every mention of her getting her name on the books added, it gets framed as if it was some magical thing that just happened at some point. Here's how she described it. When we first came to America, 
Our publisher suggested we use my husband's name because the children's book field was so dominated by women. They thought it would sell better. After a time, I thought, why the devil did I do that? So since then, my name has appeared also. Since then? When is then? And also, it's not over. Just because they added her name whenever it happened to be, that change was not reflected everywhere. It still isn't. I did a Google image search of Curious George, and only a handful of the book covers I saw had the full new credit. It's not surprising, really, because Curious George is likely handed from one generation to the next. We remember the one that was read to us, and the stories about it from our youth. There's a nostalgia there, even for the arrangement of the typeface on the cover. I can picture the font and the placement of H.A. Ray's name on the bottom of the page. I'm glad they finally fixed this one, but for me, it's too late. Margaret Ray got erased, and bringing her back takes effort. And I guess I need to be mad about it so I can use it as fuel for my fire to remember the accomplishments of our foremothers. Partly what burns me up about it is the way these erasures lead further generations to think women didn't do anything in history. It makes it seem like we're always starting from the bottom when it turns out women broke that glass ceiling generations ago. That Margaret Ray was a best-selling children's book author. That Bella Spiewak was the author of a wildly successful Broadway show. Don Powell was a best-selling author whose books went out of print and was forgotten for decades despite being an absolutely glorious writer and even more successful than her peers, F. Scott Fitzgerald and Hemingway, in her lifetime. She's not one of these authors who are hidden by a husband like the other two. I just included her because I love her like crazy, and she was a bit lost to time, probably because she was the sole credit. This story has a happier ending than Bella Spiewak's, as far as I'm concerned, because Margaret did, in the end, fight for credit and did manage to assure that her name was on the covers of future generations' copies of Curious George. This hopefully means that kids encountering this classic story now grow up knowing that it was written by a woman and illustrated by a man. There is progress. And fight for your credit, ladies. Always fight for your credit. We need you to. I was really stunned to discover how little information there was about this. I feel like I discovered it and I can't, I can't even find the thing I discovered it in. Like, I read this Facebook post about them, and I thought it was, like, a whole detailed situation. It, it was not. It was just, like, a paragraph. So I guess I went hunting, and then I started thinking about it. Um, and, yeah, there just is not there's, – there's nothing. Like, no one is like, oh, the year was 1979, and Margaret fought for her – like, nothing. There was literally nothing. Like, they would just, like, prefer to pretend her name was just magically added to the books at some point. (sighs) Boy, that makes me mad. And I think there might be another thing in this series that I I haven't quite – settled on it yet but I was reading there was an article in the Hollywood Reporter about the first woman showrunner 
uh, on television. She was the showrunner for Rhoda. And one of the things she was talking about in this article was how because she was not partnered with a man, she ran into a lot of obstacles that that other like that the partnership really did help in like even though she was the super successful showrunner, she ran into all kinds of ageism and sexism and just like didn't have a career for a while and doesn't like now, which is a super sad bummer. Anyway, it it's it I wondered if 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 I might continue this series in that way. But I I'm not sure there's anything more to say about it than just like, damn, that sucks. Uh yeah. Anyways, I hope there's not more things in this series. Although it is it is useful to like just discover that there are so many forgotten artists in the past so that that part of it is good even if it does make me mad so for song here today i have learned peter gabriel's shock the monkey on ukulele which i know is absurd and it was absurd trying to learn it and figure it out and uh you will hear the the results of that absurdity shortly. I just felt like, you know, I looked up songs about monkeys. I I have in my repertoire five little monkeys jumping on the bed. But, you know, I don't there's not a lot of joy in like recording that, I guess. <laughs> I will sing it to children, no problem. I and in fact, I would love to sing it for any number of children. But I wanted something a little, you know, with a little more heft. And uh, Shock the Monkey seemed correct because it is a shock. <laughs> it's a shock that that there was a woman behind Curious George and I had literally no idea. Like, I read Curious George many decades ago and no idea, just none. So I figured Shock the Monkey. It is a shock. And the book is about a monkey. So there you go. That is coming in just a moment. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please tell someone about it. Share it on the social medias. Like, subscribe. All of the things. And also, if you would like to support it with some monies, we've got patreon.com slash Davis and Kofi and PayPal. All those links are in the show notes. And uh, look out for Podcast Magazine, where there will be a little feature on the Dragoning, apparently, in June, which is coming up any second now. (laughs) I don't know when they'll post it. I I haven't actually heard, so I I should check it out myself. So that, that, I believe, is all the things. Thank you again for listening. It, it really is great to have your ears on, on this situation. I'm very grateful. Uh, so here you go. Here is Peter Gabriel's Shock the Monkey on ukulele. Bye.
something knocked me out the trees. Now I'm on my knees, cover me. Darling, please. Hey, 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 monkey, monkey, monkey. Don't you know you're gonna shock the monkey? Fox the fox, rat up the rat. You can ape the ape. I know about that There is one thing you must be sure of I can't take any more, darling Don't you monkey with a monkey Hey, monkey, monkey, monkey Don't you know you're gonna shock the monkey Shock the monkey to life. 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 Shock the monkey to life.
Shock the monkey to life.